All right, Alexandra, let's talk about a Daily Telegraph uh, article with the title, Sweden has become a gangster's paradise and a case study in how not to integrate mi migrants. Its liberal migration and criminal justice systems have incubated a shocking subculture of violence. What do you make of this article from the Daily Telegraph? Do you believe the Daily Telegraph when they're yes. reporting stories yes, I... like this? Uh, the economy, I just, I just want to say the economy in Sweden. And, and I, I think that Sweden is a type of canary in a coal mine for, for Europe. The, the economy is looking really, really shaky, especially the housing market from what I read. Um, I, I don't know if you have any, any information there. No, just, 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 economy, but, but things as a whole are not looking too good. And of course, their, their, their NATO membership is now in serious trouble, which we'll also come to. All of these three things together. But let's talk about this business, about the um, the Daily Telegraph story about, you know, that Sweden has become a gangland, gangster's paradise, if that's the right word. I, I, I absolutely believe it. I've heard many people from Sweden tell me exactly the same thing, that organised crime gangs are out of control. There is... Uh, uh, an enormous amount of violence. There was an enormous spike of violence around Christmas. The, the um, gangs, the, the, there's about 50 of them apparently operating in Sweden. Uh, uh, these are drugs gangs. You know, they're operating in this sort of drug, uh, illegal drugs markets that they are now uh, fighting and killing each other at a prolific rate. And that the most ominous and disturbing fact is that many of the people who carry out the killings are are teenagers? They're they're underage teenagers recruited by the gangs, because according to the criminal justice system in Sweden, these 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 children, because that's what they are, are below the age of criminal responsibility, so that they can't be sent to prison. They can't be uh, uh, put through the criminal justice system in the way that adults would be. But that's What's happening in Sweden? Once one of the most peaceful, orderly, law-abiding countries in Europe, and clearly they've lost control of the criminal justice situation, the law and order situation. Clearly they're having massive problems with um, uncontrolled, I'm going to say uncontrolled immigration flows. Um, they're taking in people who... Really, they shouldn't be taking in, taking in, and we see how it's spiralled out of control. They don't seem to know how to respond to this. And at the same time, as you said, the economy is going down. It's going down fast. And the big policy of the Swedish government, the previous Swedish government, carried over and continued by the present Swedish government, which is to join NATO, that's now run into a massive roadblock because... They can't apparently get on top of the situation with the Kurds. There have been some really ugly incidents in Sweden with protests outside Turkish incidents, uh, embassies and things of that kind, uh, burning of Islamic religious books. Careful what I say here. Ugly. When I say ugly, the Turks find that very ugly. Erdogan, who now has an election coming up, He's now saying, no way Sweden is going to join NATO. And that seems to be final. And 
everything in Sweden seems to be falling apart at the same time. Business Insider says the Swedish economy shrinks by 0.6% in Q4. We had an election not long ago in Sweden, and supposedly this, this new government was going to, to fix things. What, uh, what went wrong? Well, I, I mean, obviously it's only come into power fairly recently, but at the moment it shows no sign of getting a general grip on the situation. And I think it needs to make some very rapid and very strong decisions. I mean, the situation is things are falling apart. Things have not fallen apart. There's still, you know, there's still a country, Sweden. It's still got strong economic assets. It's not yet on the verge of breakdown. Purposeful government could turn it round. But that's not yet visible. And they need to do some things. They need to say, first of all, look, this whole business of the NATO membership, it's taking up too much time. It's a massive distraction. It's not achieving anything. Uh, let's put that aside. Let's forget about that. Let's get on top, first of all, of the situation on the Sweden streets. We have this massive problem of criminal gangs. We've got to deal with the law and order situation. We've got to deal with the immigration crisis. We've got to toughen up our laws. That may be something which certain people of liberal and left-wing views in Sweden will oppose, but we've got to face that down because we've got to get control of the situation, that situation. And on top of that, the economy much more difficult for a country like Sweden by itself to change because Sweden is being pulled down by policies we've discussed many times, which are not unique to Sweden's. But Sweden has played a significant role in creating those policies. It's supported fervently all of the anti-Russian sanctions, for example. They've got to come and tell you know, the, the EU leadership, look, this has gone as far as it can go. Germany's probably in recession. Sweden is now definitely in recession. We have collapsing housing markets in Sweden. We are going to see some similar problems now in Germany. Consumer, uh, uh, consumer purchases in Germany collapsed in the run up to Christmas. This has gone way too far. We've got to start pushing, pulling back on the sanctions. We've got to start getting some kind of economic relationship with the Russians back on track. We've got to find some solution to this conflict in Ukraine. So, you know, we've discussed this. We've discussed this with Britain. We've discussed this with Germany. Sweden is the same. But perhaps, given the law and order crisis in Sweden, it's more urgent there than it is even in Britain and perhaps in Germany too. Yeah, but perhaps what's happening in Sweden, I mentioned how the, the economy in Sweden could be a, a signal of what's to come in the rest of Europe. Uh, perhaps the, the social breakdown in Sweden is a signal of, of what could be coming to, to many member states in, in Europe as well. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be impossible on an economic level for, for Sweden to break free of the EU policy. No country has shown any courage to do that. 
except for Hungary. And even Hungary is struggling. I mean, they're under tremendous pressure with regards to sanctions and, and to cutting off all ties with Russia, which will even hurt their nuclear energy industry. It'll, it'll hurt their, it's, it's already hurting their, 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 their oil uh, and, and gas supplies. I mean, Hungary's doing it, but they're, I mean, it's hard. Yes. Sweden doesn't have the political leadership no. or the political courage to, to break free from EU policy to start to address the problems at home. So these things are going to fester. They're not going to fester. They're going to get much worse. And you're absolutely right. I mean, by itself, Sweden can't change things. And also, the leadership in Sweden is so weak. I have, one has to say this. I mean, you know, those of us who remember Swedish leaders of the past, people like Erlander and Palmer, it's extraordinary to see Sweden reduced in the way that it has been. But Sweden at the moment shows no willingness or ability to break with the orthodoxies. And um, you're absolutely correct where Sweden is going, everybody else is going to follow. And um, at an accelerating pace, <laughs> because, you know, there was, we've had a warm winter. And this is, you know, I think made people very complacent because, you know, oil prices fell a bit, gas prices fell a bit. They're still very high by historic levels. But, you know, people said, fine, you know, we've sort of got through the winter. Putin's energy weapon hasn't really worked. The problem is, this is a festering thing, as you said. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. One of the reasons oil prices fell was because of the gathering recession factors that are building in Europe. And with the Chinese economy now powering forward, because apparently they, they're achieving you know, high growth, that's going to stop pushing up oil and gas prices at the very time when Europe is going into recession. And this is going to make matters worse. And the EU, the, the European Central Bank is pushing up interest rates, which is affecting housing markets across Europe. Not perhaps so much directly in Sweden, because Sweden isn't in the Eurozone. But eventually, you know, there, there's there's a there's an effect there. And eventually, of course, this whole thing, everybody's going to be dragged down. And you see that in Sweden, and you're correct, it's the canary in the coal mine. And, right. you know, we're talking about law and order problems, law and order problems in Sweden. They're not that good in other places. I mean, they're not good in France. Go to some of the places around Paris, you see how bad they are there. They're, they're not that good in Italy as well. Maybe they're not as, there hasn't been this enormous spiral of violence that we've seen in Sweden. But, you know, eventually you can get to a critical point and everything starts to get out of control. And that's what we're seeing in Sweden. All right, we will end it there. TheDuran.Locals.com. Look for us on Rockfin as well and go to the Duran shop. 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.